You're listening to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Professor Birdsong. Happy Waffle Iron Day. This is annual Waffle Iron Day today in the United States. Today is June 29th, 2017. If you were with me earlier, you heard my facts about Waffle Iron Day and Waffle Day in the United States. Those are the days we honor waffles. I don't know if you had any this morning. I did. I had my waffles because I knew this was annual Waffle Iron Day. The 24th of uh, August will be Waffle Day, National Waffle Day, so eat your waffles on that day. Now, there's a lot to talk about in the news. I don't know that any of you know or saw the news about the floods that are going on in the United States, a lot of them out in the California area because snow is melting, but also in the middle part of the United States we have torrential rains and there has been flooding. Now, I don't know a lot about flooding, so I did a little research to find out about flooding, and here are some things that you might want to know. Floods are the most common type of natural disaster on our planet. Every year, floods around the world will kill more than a 1,000 people and cause billion dollars worth of damage. The main causes of flooding are heavy rainfall, sudden melting of snow, broken levees, or dams or ice jams. Flash floods are one of the most dangerous types of flood because they happen very quickly and often without a warning. Now, I have been in a flash flood only once. When I say in it, I actually saw it. I didn't get caught up in the flood. But in the summer of 1971, I was in the country of Nigeria, Africa, and I was with a student project, and we were helping to build a small maternity hospital outside of what's known as Ife, the town of Ife, Nigeria. We were working with students from the University of Ife. We actually built the bricks, laid them under the tutelage of some professional bricklayers, and uh, built this small hospital over the summer. On the weekends, we got a chance to travel to a number of towns in southwestern Nigeria. And uh, one weekend, we went to the hill country. Most of Nigeria is not hilly, but... This part was hilly, and while we were there, a storm came up, and a flash flood did happen. It came down the middle of the main street of the town, bringing with it cars, pigs, people. It went on for only about 20, 25 minutes. I'd never seen so much water in a while. But anyway, flash floods are one of the most dangerous types of floods because they happen very quickly and without warning. Now, some of the worst floods in history have occurred in China, in the Yellow River Valley. Floods there have killed more than 4 million people over the past 150 years. Can you imagine that? More than a 4 million people over the past 150 years. Now, the area of land near a river or coast that gets covered with water during a flood is called a flood plain, folks. You've heard of that. Flood plains are often very good areas for growing crops. Flood plains surrounding the Mississippi, the Nile, the Indus River, the Ganges, and the Tigris-Euphrates rivers have been used for farming for thousands of years because annual flooding would cover the land with a layer of nutrient 
rich silt, and this was good for growing crops. But now you have to be careful with floods, because floodwaters are very powerful and very dangerous. It takes only about six inches of fast-moving water to knock a person off their feet. Sixty, uh, no, two feet of moving flood water can carry away a car. Probably didn't know that. Now, when urban areas experience floods, because of concrete roads, driveways, and parking lots, this reduces the amount of water that can be absorbed into the ground. But it does tear up the highways and the dams and that sort of thing. Now, the water in a flood is often contaminated with hazardous materials, including chemicals, fuel, and raw sewage. Floods continue to cause problems even after the water recedes by leaving behind a thick layer of mud and silt. A storm surge is an abnormal rise in water that occurs during a hurricane. We know about that down here in Florida. A storm surge combined with a high tide can create storm tides of 20 feet in some places. That would devastate coastlines, and that's why our hurricane insurance is so high here in Florida. Well, again, this may be things you didn't want to know about floods and flooding in the United States, but we have given you that information. Let's travel on now. I want you to think about those things and be careful in flood areas. People die every year. I have some news tidbits that I've been saving for you, and I'm going to read some of them for you. Here's the first one. A police dog wannabe flunked out of a police academy in Australia for being too adorable. The German shepherd, his name Gavel, didn't display the necessary aptitude for a life on the front line, according to Australian authorities. Instead, Gavel was dispatched was dispatched, rather, to the Queensland governor's office, where he now works greeting visitors as a vice-regal dog. How about that? (laughs) Here's another one. Stephen Haynes is still testy about his botched surgery. Four years after a doctor removed the wrong testicle, a Pennsylvania jury awarded him $870,000 in a medical malpractice suit against the surgeon at Valley Spencer Long and J.C. Blair Memorial Hospital. Quote, it's a condition that has affected my client significantly, end quote, said Haynes's lawyer, Braden Lepisto. Yes, I guess it could be, make him sort of testy if he had the wrong testicle cut off. Oregon, we learned this from Oregon, has added roadkill to the menu. Lawmakers in Oregon have now approved a measure making it legal for animal kill or animals killed in car crashes to be harvested for meat. Roadkill aficionados say this protein is healthier because it is without hormones. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> I don't think I want to eat roadkill. I won't go to Oregon. All right, headlines of this next story. Avocado bandits, 
bagged. Strike that. Let's start again. Avocado bandits bagged. Police are calling it Grand Theft Avocado. Three California produce company workers have been arrested on the theft of up to $300,000 worth of avocados, according to the Ventura County Sheriff's Office. Joseph Valenzuela, Carlos Chavez, and uh, Raheem LeBlanc were each charged with grand theft of the fruit. Yes, avocados are fruit. And were being held in jail each on $250,000 bond. They were arrested last week. It's unclear whether they have attorneys, but detectives began investigating the suspects in May after receiving a tip that they were conducting unauthorized cash sales of avocados from a ripening facility in the city of Oxnard, California, by the Mission or owned by the Mission Produce Company. The company estimated the avocados were at a loss or lost about three hundred thousand dollars in their company. And uh, the police say we take these kinds of thefts seriously. It's a big product here in California, according to the police. Sergeant John Franchi, who told us to the Los Angeles Times. All right, more news tidbits. Headline, Manson Gal Parole Nix. Manson Gal Parole Nix. A California parole board denied Manson family murderer Patricia Krenwinkel's bid for freedom Last Thursday, apparently rejecting claims that battered women's syndrome played a role in her actions. Krenwinkel, Krenwinkel rather, 69, is the longest serving inmate in the California prison system and has been behind bars for the past 47 years. This was her 14th rejected bid for parole. She had been scheduled for a hearing in December, but it was postponed so the board could consider claims that she was abused by Charles Manson. Parole commissioners didn't immediately cite the reasons for this latest rejection. Krenwinkel, as you might know, was convicted for her role in the 1969 murder of actress Sharon Tate and four others in Los Angeles. 47 years behind bars, my, my. Here's one with a funny headline. It just reads, Case Clothed. Police arrested a man who climbed through a Vienna, Austria hotel window, took a guest's watch and money, and then hit on the roof. Police arrested him, but first they made the man put on some clothes. Firefighters with a rescue net found the naked man asleep on the roof last Tuesday. He was apparently drunk. Police said, you think? <laughs> a naked man climbed through a Vienna hotel window, took a guest watching money, and then head on the roof. Oh, my gosh. Well, these news tidbits never go away. Here's another one. Funny little headline. S car no go in mail. I'll read that again. S car no go in mail. Customs agents in Philadelphia stopped invasive snails from reaching Hartford, Connecticut. 
Seven pounds of chocolate bandit snails were found in a package that listed the contents as, quote, shoes and honey, end quote. The agency says the snails come from the Mediterranean and pose a threat to gardens, crops, and vineyards. Escar no go in mail. <laughs> well, anyway, I may have a few more news tidbits for you, but now we're going to take a pause for the cause. I'm having fun here on TalkZone.com. It's Internet radio at its best. I hope you continue to listen, and I hope you go to my blog, www.birdsongslaw.com, and read some of my funny, dumb criminal law stories. Be back with you soon. Consumer Debt Counselors is the company that will help you get out of debt. Consumer Debt Counselors is a licensed, accredited nonprofit agency that specializes in educating people about credit and debt and helping people resolve issues with debt, even student loan debt. There are so many federal regulations. Most people have more options than they realize, and Consumer Debt Counselors can uncover all of your eligible solutions, including lowering your payment or getting out of default. If you want a partner that will work with you to achieve financial success, talk to the team at Consumer Debt Counselors. They have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, so these guys are the real deal. Your first consultation is free, and all sessions are kept confidential. Give them a call at 1-800-820-9232 or go to ConsumerDebtCounselors.org slash birdsong. The number again is 800-820-9232. Are you considering law school? Then you probably have tons of questions about the application process, the admissions process, the benefits of a legal career, and what it takes to succeed in law school. You'll find the answers to these questions and more in Professor Birdsong's Law School Guide, Techniques for Choosing and Applying to Law School. Inside, you'll find helpful chapters on the history of the lawyer, why you should apply to law school, things you need to know about applying, and more. You have the ability and the drive. Now, get the advice that will guide you into the legal profession by helping you successfully submit your application to the law school of your choice. Professor Birdsong's award-winning law school guide, Techniques for Choosing and Applying to Law School. Available for purchase on Amazon.com or through the author link at LeonardBirdsong.com. You're listening to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Professor Birdsong. Yes, this is Leonard Birdsong. Back with you on Leonard Birdsong Radio. I'm here on Thursdays. Live from 1 until 2 Eastern Standard Time. I get an hour each week with you to talk about things on my mind, some dumb criminal law stories, some news tidbits, and some news and information that you might find useful. Today, I talked about the fact that it's annual Waffle Iron Day. Told you some dumb criminal law stories, and we talked a little bit about the Supreme Court decision on President Trump's travel ban. We've also talked about floods and flooding. I've been reading you some news tidbits because I have several of them that I haven't been able to read to you over the weeks, and I have some more here. And, of course, we will end up with a few riddles. But let's listen up to this tidbit. 
Boys at a British school have found a novel way around strict uniform rules banning shorts as the country swelters through a heat wave. The schoolboys at the Iska Academy in the southwestern city of Exeter Don skirts instead of the officially mandated gray slacks. They wore short sleeve white shirts, school ties, and the official gray and white plaid skirts, which they borrowed from sisters and friends. <laughs> the headline read, Boys Skirt the Rules. <laughs> nice little headline. All right, here's one. No, do I really want that? No, I don't want to read that one now. That's not that funny. Here's one. Headline of this news tidbit. Ali's son, quote, I'm suing Trump. The son of boxing great Muhammad Ali now wants to duke it out with President Trump in court. Why? Muhammad Ali Jr. plans to sue the president over the controversial travel ban, saying he was humiliated and infuriated over twice being stopped and detained at airports. Ali is an American citizen, as was his father. Quote, they stopped me for no reason, end quote. This is what Mr. Ali Jr. told the Daily Mail. The stop, they stopped me because my last name was Ali, a Muslim name. Ali, the boxer's only biological son, was first stopped at customs at Fort Lauderdale in February of this year. He was then detained a second time for two hours in March. Ali's class action suit will be filed with his mother, Khalila Ali. He plans to include as plaintiffs more than 1,300 Muslims who also claim the travel rules are discriminatory, discriminatory rather, and abusive, to which I say, good luck. We'll see what happens with that. Now, here's a strange one. This is from Canada. There were 1,131 UFO reports in Canada in the year 2016. That's last year. This is according to the Winnipeg-based ufology research documented. No, the Winnipeg-based ufology research institute documented some of the crazy close encounters. One man said a thin, six-foot-tall, white alien spoke to him in his bedroom before leaving through a wall. Another said he was in a bathtub in a field surrounded by three green, big-eyed humanoid creatures who communicated with him telepathically. It may be true, but it sounds really crazy to me. Really crazy to me. All right. Here's one from Kansas City. We're still on the news tidbits. When an irate passenger recently attacked a Kansas City bus driver, another passenger jumped in and beat off the suspect with his cane. Elderly passenger Rodney Goldman was caught on surveillance tape yelling, Come on! I got something else for you. Come on. For his heroics, Goldman received a lifetime bus pan. Strike that. For his heroics, Goldman received a lifetime bus pass. A thank you signed by the all Kansas City bus drivers and two new canes since he broke his old one in the beatdown. Good for you, Mr. Goldman. 
All right. Let's move on here. Drunk driving is never a good idea, especially if you're calling 911 and have a warrant out for your arrest. Yet, that's exactly what a drunken 37-year-old Canadian man did, drawing the attention of police who spotted the warrant. He made the call for no apparent reason other than he was intoxicated, according to a Brandon, Manitoba police statement. Again, drunk dialing is never a good idea, especially if you're calling 911 and have a warrant out for your arrest. Some of you may remember Zsa Zsa Gabor. She was an actress, a socialite. She lived a long time. Here's a little quote I found in the news from her. She did die last year. Zsa said, I've been married to a communist and to a fascist, and neither would take out the garbage. How about that? All right. Let's see here. I'm coming to the end of my news tidbits. Just a couple more. Headline for this one. Gambler hits bank. A West Virginia man has admitted to leaving a casino to rob a bank before returning to continue gambling. Carrie Johnson, 52, of Charleston, West Virginia, was on was at the Mardi Gras Casino in Nitro on August 2nd of this year when he put down a $25 chip to hold no it was at, it was obviously August of last year I'm sorry he put down a $25 chip to hold his spot prosecutor said Johnson then drove 13 miles to Charleston a bank there and gave tellers a note saying he had a bomb and a weapon and robbed the bank he then returned to the blackjack table. Johnson pleaded guilty last Wednesday to the robbery charge. Boy, oh boy. All right, before we get to our riddles for the day, here's the last pit, the last news tidbit for this week. The headline talks about the Aloha PPY. No, should be the Aloha Happy State. I guess that's what the headline is trying to say. Hawaii residents reported the highest sense of well-being in the nation in 2016, with that state reaching the top spot for the sixth time since Gallup and Healthways began tracking this kind of information in 2008. Alaska finished in the top two for the third consecutive year. West Virginia and Kentucky residents reported the lowest and second lowest well-being, respectively. South Dakota, Maine, and Colorado round out the top five. The Gallup Healthways Well-Being Index score for the nation, based on questions measuring Americans' motivations, social relationships, well-being, and community and physical health, was 62.1 in 2016. I don't know exactly what that means, but it's interesting. My own daughter, Kalila Birdsong, says she's moving to Hawaii later this year. I guess she will be happier there than she is here in the continental United States. I wish my baby luck. All right, this is Leonard Burt's on radio. I'm coming to the end of this week. It's been fun being with you. I always have fun on the radio. I don't know if you like hearing me, but you can write me at 
Email at uh, lbirdsong22 at gmail.com if you want to leave a message or ask me a question. Right now I have a few riddles. These are easy ones. First one, what has to be broken before you can use it? What has to be broken before you can use it? Think about it. Well, what has to be broken before you can use it, of course, is an egg, folks. What has to be broken before you can use it? An egg. Here's a guy who wanted to make a milkshake. So what did he do? Here's a guy who wanted to make a milkshake. So what did he do? Well, it's simple. He gave his cow a pogo stick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's not that funny. Okay. Now, I'm sure you've heard this one before. All right, folks. I know you might have heard this riddle before, but I'm going to give it to you again. Why should you never trust trees? Think about it now. Why must you never trust trees? Well, have you thought about it? Well, the answer is you should never trust trees because they're kind of shady. How about that? All right, last one. What kind of shoes do spies wear? What kind of shoes do spies wear? Come on, think about it. All right, you should know, spies wear sneakers. (laughs) All right. This is Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkTalkZone.com, the best in Internet radio. I'm here with you live on Thursdays at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time to 2 o'clock Eastern Time. But you can hear me 24-7 on TalkZone.com on your computer or on your telephone. Please uh, listen to TalkZone.com. It's Internet radio at its best. I've had a good day with you. I will be back with you next week. I'll have uh, more things to talk about. I'll certainly have dumb criminal law stories and some facts that you need to know about and some riddles. That's what I do on my show. You can look at my stories about dumb criminals on my blog, www.birdsongslaw, all one word, dot com. Or you can go to my website, leonardbirdsong.com, and see my books and buy them if you'd like. They're very inexpensive, but very funny. So until next week, this is Leonard Birdsong signing off on Leonard Birdsong Radio here on Talk Zone. It's been great being with you folks. Talk to you next week.